I'm Doria Fleischer, your Community Engagement Coordinator. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Let's Get Fiscal, our show related to all things finance and budgeting here in Charles County. We're here today with Eric Jackson, our Chief of Treasury in Charles County Government, and Jake Dyer, our Chief of Budget. How are you guys doing today? We're good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Good, good, good. So, Jake, you and I had done an episode earlier in Let's Get Fiscal all about property taxes. Correct. But no matter how many times we talk about property taxes, I feel like more questions come up about property taxes. Like talking about property taxes just creates more, yeah? That's definitely true. So you've brought the expert in. Yes, I felt as though, like, if we want to talk about this more, we got to bring in the main man, Eric Jackson, Chief of Treasury, to talk about property taxes. So, Eric, tell us a little bit first, how long have you been with county government? I've been with county government now for 28 years. I started off in budget division, and from there I went to deputy treasurer to chief of treasury. Thank you for your longstanding service doing a job that I do not want to do. So thank you for taking care of that for sure. us. Okay, so Eric, property taxes are something that you have to deal with a lot, yes? Yes, year round. It, uh, it never stops between the personal taxes that go out mail in July, and then we have our business personal property taxes for those that have businesses within the county. So it's never ending. and. There's always questions that individuals have about why we're being taxed at this rate. Why did I not receive a business personal property tax? Do I have to pay my business personal property tax? Where do I file my business personal property taxes? So there, there's an abundance of questions that we get daily. Well, let's let's tackle some of those questions. Can we start with what is the calendar of property taxes? So like what happens each month of the year for property tax? So the calendar year runs to so it's not a calendar year, it's a fiscal year. So it's the same fiscal year as, as all of our services within the county. So it's July 1 through June 30. Okay. So when you're paying your property taxes, you're actually paying for half of the year, which is July through December, and then the other year, which is January through June, which covers a full fiscal year. So if you when you want to look at it, you're not saying that I'm paying my taxes from January through December, which that that's not true. Okay, so it's split up. And when are my property taxes? What when does stuff get sent? When is it due? When when do I have to do the things? So we bill quarterly, unlike some other jurisdictions. So uh, there's a full year billing which goes out July. Then there's a supplemental billing that we do in August, which is for property taxes that are not picked up because there's a picked up pickup period that ends in May okay. by State Department of Assessment Taxation. So from that time period of June 1st through June 30th, we actually send out supplemental bills in August to cover that. Okay. But most people are going to get their property tax bill. They generally will get them the first or second week of July. And okay. if they do not receive their tax bills, we encourage them to call our office because there could be a change of address where we have not received it, could have gotten lost in the mail. So for those reasons, we always ask to call to see if the tax bill has been mailed out or to request a copy of your tax bill. Okay. And then most people's taxes are due? They're due by September 30th for the first installment and also by December 31st for the second installment. If you happen to if it happens not to be your primary residence, it's due by September 30th. And with primary residence and non-primary or non-residential, what I mean is if you have two houses in Waldorf, we have a house here in Charles County, you have a house in Florida. Mm -hmm. One of them has to be your primary residence. Okay. So if it is your primary residence, you have the option of paying in two installments. And if it's not your primary residence, you have to pay it all by September 4th. That makes sense. Okay. And you referenced the state... Department, uh, wait, I, I messed it up already. The State Department Assessments and Taxation. Did yes. I do it correctly this time? Okay. Yes. And they are not us. 
they are not us. They are okay. totally separate. So what happens is they actually do the assessing of your property. And the assessing basically is based on what they see from the outside. So you could have marble, uh, marble countertop, uh, your floor, hardwood, that would not get picked up. Mm -hmm. Only thing that assessments is looking at is the, uh, the outside of your house. So if you have a pool outside, you have a, a deck outside, how many bathrooms you have, how many bedrooms you have, that's what your assessed value is based on. And the assessed value will always be less than what the market value is. So if you go to sell your house, it's going to be more than what the assessed value is. It, okay. One thing to consider with, uh, I call it's, I refer to it as that, as that's the acronym for them, but they assess your property on three-year increments. Mm -hmm. They assess it uh, usually typically in the fall, they'll assess one third of the county and then they'll do projections for the next for year two and year three and those assessments will come out to the be put in the mail beginning of january so between from january till the property taxes go out if your, if your house just got assessed you should know what your assessment would be for the next three years uh for the property tax bill that goes down so July. a property owner would get piece of mail from estat mm -hmm. and that would just be the assessment that does not come from charles county government that just yes. says we've looked at the outside of your house and we think that your house is going to be assessed at this amount this year, this amount this year, this amount this year. I get that in the mail and that gives me an idea of what I'm going to then kind of owe because it goes back to Eric and then Eric, what happens with these magic numbers? So basically it's simple arithmetic. So we take the assessed value, we multiply it by the tax rate. There's a county rate, there's a fire tax rate, there's a, there's a state rate. If you live in the towns of La Plata and any hit, then there's a, a rate for that. And also there's a tax differential if you are living in the town because of du the duplication of services. Okay. We actually give a, a credit um, to those to those towns. Okay. And when we say a, a county tax rate, how do we come up with that amount? So if I if my house is worth $100 times the county rate, where does that county rate come from? So the rate is set by the commissioners each okay. year. And if I could just chime yeah, in. Yeah, please. This yeah. sounds very budgety. Yeah. That rate is determined during the budget process. Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the process, uh, we take, uh, and the rate is typically always set on the previous year's rate uh, to, if, when we take we do that for budgeting purposes. But during, at any time of the budget adoption process, the rate is subject to change. Uh, we haven't recommended a change to the tax rate, I would say, in a number of years. I can't recall, but it's probably been about 10 years or so since that property tax rate has stayed the same. Uh, and then we recommend the same rate, and the commissioners have typically, have always adopted that that in the last 10 years. So, so um, when I saw a lot of chatter on social media this year mm -hmm. about my property taxes are through the roof, I've never had to pay this much in Charles County. Talk to me about how that, so, what that looks like. Yeah. So the reason why they're feeling that because their assessment went up. Okay. It, it wasn't the tax rate that changed. It was the assessment. Gotcha. Um, and I want to just chime in real quick that the assessment piece that, like I said, you should get that assessment of your house in January, but there's always an appeal process to appeal your assessment. If you look at it and you feel as though it's, uh, too high or too mm -hmm. low, that's there's a process uh, you go through, and you would go through the State Department of Assessment and Taxation. And I know Eric knows a lot more details of that, and I will let him maybe So quickly, we can do the appeal stuff. Yeah, okay, maybe, so yeah. the commissioners say the yeah. county tax rate is going to be this amount. It stays pretty consistent. But if ESTAT, if the state says your property all of a sudden is worth 
much more. That's why I would see such an increase on my on my property tax bill. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Eric, I get my property tax bill, and I want to start with what I would do if I was upset about it, and then I want to go to. Um, how I read it, because you mentioned a couple of different lines and credits and, and stuff like that. So start with me, please. What what do I do if I open that bill and I'm just blown away and can't believe that this is what's going on? How do I appeal this? So generally when assessments comes by your house to uh, to assess your house, they leave a card with their number and their name saying that they've done an assessment on your house and you'll get a letter in the mail saying what the assessment is. So if you feel that your assessed value is too high, uh, you have 45 days from notice okay. to appeal it. And that goes through SDAT. That go, and that goes through okay. SDAT. Nothing with Charles County. Right. And there's there's an appeals board, and they, they listen to why you believe that your assessment is too high. And then um, they give the recommendation whether they agree with you or they, dis, or they do not agree with you. If you disagree, you can take it to another level. Okay. So there's three levels you can go to to for your appeals, and then they make a decision as to whether or not you will receive a reduction. If you if you are successful and you do get your assessment dropped and you've already paid your taxes, it will come to us. And then once we have the sign-off from SDAT, it goes through our office, and then what we'll do is issue you a refund. Okay. And I just want to make sure I'm I'm – putting all of these pieces together, because I know the process can feel complicated for some people. If by the time I get my property tax bill, mm -hmm. I am not happy, I'm really a little bit too late, right? Because at that point, it's probably been 45 days more than the assessed. So I shouldn't be waiting for my blue and white Charles County property tax bill before I do anything with an SDAT appeal. Is that an accurate statement? I would say that's correct. I mean, okay. there has been instances where people may have appealed it after the fact, mm -hmm. um, and, and they have received it. But we don't really keep stats okay. of, of the time period, but it usually states that you have 45, 45 days, days. Okay. And, and all that is stated. So I, I feel like we're, I'm doing a shameless plug because this also means that people who want to know what that property tax rate could come to the April public budget hearing. They can check out the, the budget book and see what that is. And that way, if you know what your property is assessed for and you know what our county rate is, you already have a really good idea. Like you said, simple arithmetic. You'll know what your bill is going to look like when it shows up in July. Yeah. Right. And, and you okay. also can go to the Department of Assessment Taxation website okay. to see what your assessed value is. And usually list what your assessed value is going to be July 1st of that following year. So you have a heads up. Okay. Right. All right. You talked about a couple of different lines, like all of the different things on my tax bill. Tell me about that, please. Right. So we there, you'll see a listing of like four letters, uh, like CNTY, STAT, and you'll see an amount next to that. Okay. So that's your tax rate. And then if you multiply that by the assessment, then you come up with what the rate is. And then also you'll have fees that are included. You have an ESF fee, uh, watershed protection fee. ESF is for the recycling bins mm -hmm. that you have. So that's one of the services that you pay through when you pay your tax bill. Um, watershed protection is for water runoff off the driveway. So that's an something else that you pay for. But one thing to look at, and, and now I'm going to go into veterans. Okay. If you happen to be a disabled veteran and that's 100% disabled, you do not pay property taxes. Okay. But you are liable for the fees. So you have to pay the fees. Okay. So even if the property tax goes away, I still have to do the watershed, the recycling. Yes, okay. you do. Okay. And, gotcha. and that's one of the questions that usually come up is, well, I'm not paying taxes but even though it's on the tax bill, it's not a tax. It's actually a fee, even with our 
a fair share school excise tax. That's considered a fee as well. It's just labeled as a tax. So those are something that's applicable to the bill that, that you must pay. Okay. Do we want to jump into this fair share excise tax or, tax or not? I know it. I know it's a hot topic. Are we going to talk about that today or do we want to save it? I'm looking I, at Jake's face. What do you think, Jake? I, I think this that would be a good topic when we discuss uh, a, a capital improvement program related okay. to board, board school, the school system because those taxes are paying for new school capacity projects at the school system. So we we'll can do a much deeper one. dive. Good. All right. Okay. That's like a, a good tickler for like, come back, people. We've got more. Yeah. All right. So, Eric, what are the ways that people can can save money on their property taxes. So what? who's eligible for having help other than 100% disabled veteran? So uh, one one uh, credit we have, and, and we like to do things for the um, for the longstanding citizens of the county, so for our seniors. Okay. So if you're 70 and over and you've lived in your house for at least 20 years, um, assessment is 300,000 or less and your income is 50,000 or less, you are eligible to receive a credit on your okay. tax bill, and it's for seniors only. Um, you would go through the process. You can apply online through the ESTAT application, and also, or or you can fill it out yourself and send it. And we recommend those to fill it out online so that it's received quicker than you'll have, and then you do not run the risk of it being lost in the mail. And then you'll get a notification from ESTAT whether or not you receive the credit or not, and then that's applied to your bill. If it's after we've already sent out your full year bill, we'll send out an adjusted bill. And our adjusted bill actually has a stamp in red that says adjusted bill. Okay. But Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that process to apply for the senior tax credit is all through, through another tax credit program that as well. Through, it's, a, it's a homestead, uh, homeowner's tax it's a home, credit. Right. So, it's a homeowner's tax credit program. Okay. Perfect. So if for. I was a senior, I should be really well aware of this and great thing to apply for. Why would I pay more than I need to, right? right. And okay. then the one benefit for seniors is there's no expiration date. Mm. As with the homeowner's tax program, the expiration date to turn your application is October 1st of every year. With the okay. seniors, there is no expiration date and it's also retroactive. Okay, perfect. All right, what are some, oh, Jake, you were gonna say. Uh, I wanted to mention that we are um, working towards another tax credit uh, that we're trying to implement for the upcoming tax year, which mm -hmm. would be July 1, 2024. Four. If Can you believe it? <laughs> I know, and that is a tax credit for our uh, volunteer fire and rescue uh, our members that serve and live in Charles County. Excellent. Okay. So we've got another, so people should be aware of this stuff because yes. they, we want people to use these credits. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Excellent. And then we also have a, a fallen heroes credit. So if your spouse unfortunately has died in the line of duty, there's a, there's a credit you can get and that's a, against your county taxes only. So if somebody is listening and thinking, well, maybe there's something I qualify for. I want to know more about this. Where would somebody go to learn about these credits? You can go out to our website, uh, charlescountymd.gov, and under that, you for departments, you choose fiscal and administrative services, and then choose treasury, and we have a listing of all the uh, credits that we offer. Okay, excellent. Eric, what else do you hear a lot from people? So what do you wish that, you know, if you, if you had a recorded message that was like, if you're calling about this, the answer is this. If you're calling about this, the answer is this. Because I'm sure you get a lot of the same questions, yeah? I will say the one main question is, I received my property tax bill, what do I do with it? Okay. So the first thing is, if you're a new homeowner, um, your mortgage company will pay your taxes because it's escrowed. So you forward your tax bill to your mortgage company and they will pay Generally, they pay uh, with first and second installments 
they will pay towards the end of September and towards the end of December. So when they so it's not going to be paid in July when you first get. So when you first get a tax bill in July, don't rush and come to our office or go online and make make the payment because okay. generally it's going to be covered by your mortgage company. Okay. What else? What other questions? The I'll say other than why are my taxes so high and generally it's because the assessed value has gone up or fees have changed. Okay. And th those are two of the main questions that that we get. Gotcha. When people want to pay their property tax or whether, maybe I shouldn't use the word want to pay, when people need to pay their property yes. tax, what are their options for paying? So they can pay online. You go out to the same website, charlescountymd.gov, and then we have a link to pay your property taxes. Okay. And so it lists the amounts out there that you're supposed to pay, and then you can pay there. Uh, we accept e-checks. You can pay by credit card. There is a convenience fee charge mm. uh, paying for each credit card. Convenience fee is slightly higher okay. than if you pay by e-check, um, or you can come to our office and pay. Excellent. And, and we have two offices, right? Right. Yes. Yes. So we have an office. Uh, our main office is in La Plata, mm -hmm. and then our satellite office is in Waldorf at the District Three Station. So it's uh, over by Thomasstone High School. Mm -hmm. And for those that have lived for a while, it's across from the Wonderbread Wonder uh, shop. The, that's a good reference on Vivian Adams. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm, I'm glad we, uh, yeah, we can get our carbs and property taxes all yeah. at the same time, right? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, I appreciate you guys coming in to talk about property tax. Is there anything else? It's a, it's a topic I feel like I never know enough about, so I'm always happy to learn. Anything else you want to share? Uh, one thing I will say, tax sale, which okay. is something that... Um, people may not understand fully. So by chance, if you do not pay your property taxes, um, we send out reminder letters in March, and then we do advertisements in April. Okay. And the advertisement is online, and it's also in the local paper. It's a, it's a yellow insert that goes out, and it has a listing of all properties that could potentially go to tax sale. Um, if by chance the property does go to tax sale, that does not mean that the tax sale purchaser actually owns your house there's a process that they have to go through. Okay. So if it goes to tax sale, there's a redemption period. So you can redeem your house between the time the tax sale is, which is usually the second week of May through through around the second week of September without a letter of satisfaction. And the letter of satisfaction means that you have paid the debts to the tax sale purchaser, and now you can redeem your property, okay. which is an additional fee. Uh, the tax sale purchaser cannot start any process of foreclosing on a house until six months after the tax sale date, which is usually November. Okay. And then until there's a court order from the court uh, from the judge, you can still redeem your property. Okay. It's just an additional fee that you have to pay. Gotcha. I'm hoping a position that that our Charles County residents don't find themselves in. So correct. correct. Hopefully, if we if we all can be prepared, knowing when our assessment comes in, what we we should expect to pay. Get your property tax bill, read it over, understand it, can pay in person, pay online, yes. get it done, right? Yes. Awesome. Anything else property tax related? No, I was, the uh, only thing I would say is that, you know, my staff is always here to help out. They're very courteous, they're very knowledgeable, and they will take the time out to answer any questions that you have. And it doesn't matter how much time it takes for them to spend with you in person or on the phone. I mean, we always look at our customers as our most valued people. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Eric Jackson, our Chief of Treasury, and Jake Dyer here to answer questions as always, all things fiscal, our Chief of Budget. Thank, Thank you. you guys so much for being here. Thank right. you. Thank you. We hope you will enjoy this episode and go back and look at others. And of course, we'll have new content coming soon. I'm glad you tuned in to Let's Get Fiscal. 
And as always, take care, stay safe, and stay engaged. For more information on Charles County government, visit our website, www.charlescountymd.gov. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe to the county's e-news. Also, don't forget to sign up for our text and email alerts through the Citizen Notification System. You can watch CCGTV on Comcast Channel 95 or Verizon Fios 10, and we're streaming on Apple TV and Roku devices. Just search Charles County Government. You can also subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts by searching Charles County Government. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, 